everybody. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Critics. I am your host, Caleb, with my co-hosts, Connor and Andy. How are you guys doing tonight? Living the dream. Living the dream, guys. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Just living the dream. <laughs> living the dream in 2023. Well, I have a, an icebreaker question for you tonight. Kicking us off, I want to know, what is the movie you are most excited about in 2023? We're going to be looking back at all the movies of 2022 tonight. But let's just kick it off with a little bit of, uh, you know, hopes for 2023. So, Andy, what's, what's the movie this year that you're looking forward to? I think the one, the only one that comes to my head, and it's probably a consensus, is Indiana Jones. Mm. Indy mm-hmm. 5. The culminating, hopefully culminating Indiana Jones movie. Probably <laughs> Harrison Ford's last go around uh, at it yeah dude he he's looks getting old he looks rough in the trailer yeah I'm so he surprised. looks a little rough and he looks a little uh what do you call it photoshopped <laughs> like they, they have a filter uh, yep, over him yep, yeah a little true. filtering a little de-aging technology yeah hopefully he doesn't come out looking like luke did in mandalorian i thought luke looked fine yeah, which was oh horrible. no it was not horrible it was okay. so bad you guys you guys need to rewatch that <laughs> oh, like really? have a picture of mark hamill like side by side and be like oh yeah I mean, for what they were working with, I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, Harrison Ford, I mean, I'm with you, Andy. That's the movie I'm looking forward to because the trailer, I mean, that gets me hyped. It just needs to be better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, well, which shouldn't be, be too hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I was they, like, that's like the bottom <laughs> bar, man. Yeah. Like, if it's better than the crappiest movie out there, like, yeah. it's going to be good. <laughs> As well, and it doesn't have Shia, Shia LaBeouf, so I think mm-hmm. we're, we're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually, as, as much as I'm excited for that movie, I'm also not very hopeful because mm. of, yeah, the Crystal Skull being so bad. And most sequels, like, I mean, we'll talk about it, Jurassic World and, you know, other movies um, that are bringing back old franchises, but they're doing sequels to them nowadays. Like, they've been all pretty bad. So I'm not yeah. super hopeful for Indy 5, but I'm still like looking forward to it ready to see it like and they did really good editing the trailer and getting me excited for it that's true caleb does love a good trailer right that's love true. me some trailers I, the other the other thing to to notice about it is it's gonna be you know the new disney lucasfilm first you know indiana jones movie which i mean there's only been one since mm-hmm. you know the ogs mm-hmm. but oh, you're right huh yeah well, this it'll be good. It won't be great, but it'll be good. It'll probably probably be like, you know, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, kind of thing. Mm. Mm. An abomination. <laughs> right. Force Awakens, just a rehash of the first. According one. to Andy, it'll be an abomination. So. <laughs> That's the word. All right, Connor, what about you? What movie are you um, looking forward to? Guys, there's so many amazing movies. The future is bright. Really? Okay, it's so bright. Tell us. The guys. future is also small. We got. Is also small. Oh, I'm, I'm curious what you're going to say. Oh. <laughs> then I'll, I'll explain that. Okay. Guys, guys, we had some great additions. Okay. We got John Wick Chapter 4 coming <gasps> out. Really? Yep. Ooh. We got John Wick Chapter 4. That's good. We have a not-so-bright Aquaman and mm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant um, now, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, come on, guys. My The most anticipated movie of 2023 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. See? Oh, media. It's yeah, looking small. It. It's looking small. I know you called it. I know. I just couldn't <laughs> give it to you. Okay. 
Guys, oh, I am the biggest Ant-Man fan out there. He's the best Avenger. All right, and hands down, no questions asked. He's the best Avenger. And I got to tell you, I did watch this trailer. I don't usually watch trailers. I'm like Andy. Did you watch the new one that just came out yesterday? No, of course not. I didn't even know there was one that came out yesterday. Well, I thought you were a big fan. Well, I don't watch trailers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one that played at Avatar, before Avatar. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Dude, I will say, you know, I'm the trailer guy. Yellow Brick Road playing in the back. That really got me. Mm. I don't know. Solid. They spliced yeah, that in Yellow Brick Road. perfectly. That mm, got me hyped for the movie. And I am not the biggest Ant-Man fan. I really don't care about Yeah, it's Ant-Man. not my... He's, he's my least favorite Avenger. No, actually, no I, probably Hawkeye, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. There are, yeah. some, there are some lower ones. Uh, I think the... Is... Is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, are they technically Avengers? They are Avengers. They also those guys are new Avengers. Are, I, I like Winter Their Soldier. Their show was he's, he's the worst. Fine. But uh, Falcon was terrible. Better than the She-Hulk. Uh, well, I haven't seen about? that, so I don't know. But she, I've heard, yeah. She-Hulk was great. I've okay. heard. <laughs> She-Hulk was great. According to Other Connor, than the, the last episode, it was great. But uh, no, guys, I mean, come on. Paul Rudd, can't go wrong with Paul Rudd. And him in a superhero movie with, and guys, the theatrical debut of Kang the Conqueror. We got a little yep. taste. Oh, you know what? Right? I bet you twenty dollars, Ant Man's gonna die. <gasps> I know. I think you said that to me before. No, no I refuse it. it, it I, I, everything you gotta watch the new trailer. I rebuke you. Watch Andy. the new trailer. I rebuke you in the name. <laughs> it, it's everything is set up for him to pass on the torch. I to know. who? And you know what? Who's he passing? His daughter, on? probably. Yeah. So his daughter is being introduced as a new hero. Oh, in this movie. really? Okay. Yeah. What With, What does Kang say in the trailer? He's like. What will you do, Ant Man? He he says something like that. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention what? during There's more. Much. Come. I was too. <laughs> no, I was too enthralled. With, <laughs> I was too enthralled with the Yellow Brick Road and all the weird space stuff that was happening. I did like that in the trailer though, and like it's talking about how he's basically the like the forgotten Avenger, and everyone thinks, "Oh, thank you, Captain America or Spider Man." Oh yeah, and he is. Like, and then Kang addresses him as like. Ant Man, like I know who you are. I yeah. know your name. Like, know oh you, dang, it's he's eerie. got him. He's got him. It's eerie. <laughs> and it, it's it's. Do you remember the days when the the leading theory going into Endgame was Ant Man was gonna, you know, Dude. crawl into Thanos's butt <laughs> and then blow up <laughs> and yeah. then blow him up <laughs> internally. Dude, I, I long, oh, I long for those theory. days of the MCU. I, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was the best. <laughs> Dude, all the, all all the memes of the coming out of like the the Infinity War Endgame <laughs> yep. area. <laughs> mm. Wow. Uh, which, if you guys ever watched The Boys, uh, which I would put a rated R explicit when you go mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. But, but The Boys season three comes opens up with a little uh, O to that to that meme. I've heard. I, I remember hearing about that. An ode to that meme. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get into the boys. I think I got to like episode 5 and was like, mm, "Yep, can't handle this. Not for me." Yeah. Need some more wholesome <laughs> content. Worse. So, oh, no. if you couldn't I'm handle glad the first I quit couple early, episodes, then. you're not going to handle season 3 episode 1. So. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it just kept getting worse and it worse. Just, it just keeps getting worse and worse. So, oh man. So, well, Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. Caleb? That I feel like introducing the quantum realm uh, is a good move and like and the multiverse like that's a way to make to raise the stakes after Endgame you know because Endgame really felt like well that's the whole what? universe yeah how higher of the stakes can there be and I don't really right. care about anything now but with quantum 
realm and multiverse, like now it feels like they're giving you more of a reason to care. Yeah. The best way to top Thanos, giant super laser planet destroying weapons. <laughs> mm. I wonder where just you make that Marvel idea. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And, just, then, you got and Honestly, then once you blow that one up, just make another one. And just then it's gonna slightly be bigger. bigger. Slightly bigger. Yeah, just kind a little of bigger. Be still being built. And then the third the third one is just a, a big planet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then you can do a Marvel Star Wars crossover. Mm. Mm. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's the future. I mean, Marvel. hasn't that been done somewhere? I feel like there's a comic book of like, there's got to be something like that out there. All I know is there's one series that's done it both. All right. And that's Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> Phineas and Ferb, Marvel episode, and then they did a Star Wars special. Yeah, do they have a movie coming out this year? Is that what you're looking for? That's the number one. Yeah, Connor's if they did, number one anticipated yeah. movie of 2023. Like Ant-Man, and then above that, Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's uh, shift gears from looking forward to 2023, and let's, uh, let's talk about 2022. This is our... Year in review of 2022 episode. We're going to talk about our favorite films, the best films of 2022, and the worst films of 2022, and some of those in between. So we're going to start by talking about our top three. So who wants to kick us off with, like, what was your number one favorite movie of the year? Ooh. Mine, it's it's so hard to say these are all, well, I, I guess two of mine almost tie for first. So I would have to say ugh, the Batman is my number one. Mm, yeah, good was pick. Definitely. Like good it, choice. Mm. Robert Pattinson did so well in that role, and it was such a different take on what we're used to. Way better than the old Ben Affleck and oh, whatever yeah. Justice League, you know. Zack Snyder universe there was. Sorry, Connor. I know you love him. You know, not anymore. Not anymore? No, I've seen how terrible he really is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I've lost all love for You've Zack Snyder. You've seen the, the light or the darkness, I guess? I've seen, I've seen the light. No, no. It's pretty yeah. dark over on <laughs> Zack Snyder's side. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with this whatever DCEU with James Gunn at the helm now. I know there was the the second joker movie planned that was supposed to be a follow-up series that is kind of in the same vein universe as the batman but i think everything related to dc universes just it's on or off the right table now. yeah yeah i mean i really hope that joker 2 the follow-up to joaquin phoenix is that's what you're talking about right the, yeah i hope that goes through because that sounded amazing lady yeah. gaga it's harley quinn and then oh. honestly it would make the most sense you're right to combine him with robert pattinson's yeah, because it's, it's such a dark, gritty tone. Are they thinking tone. to do that? Because they introduced Joker at the end of the Batman. Oh, you're and right. And it was did. a really awful version of Joker. I did not like Oh, yeah. Who was like that? that? What guy? I can't uh, remember it was some nobody. Name. He was from... Whoa, 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 whoa. It was, it was like the guy nobody. that plays no. whoa, the whoa. Flash. <laughs> it looks like the guy that plays the Flash. It, it wasn't that guy, though. He was actually in Eternals. Did you guys see Eternals? That's right, yeah. I didn't see Eternals. He was the mind control guy. Yeah, if you're in Eternals, you're a no. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. We got Rob Stark and Jon Snow in Eternals. Okay, really? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Okay, Rob I don't know what I'm talking who is, about. Who play, I can't remember the actor's name that plays Jon Snow. Um, uh, Kit Harrington. Kit, yeah. Kit Harrington. He looks so weird in that because he, he doesn't have a beard, right? No, he just has like a little scruff. Like it's yeah. literally just like a little stubble. Mm, he looks yeah, like a totally different person. And his hair is cut short. Yeah, it, he looks pretty interesting. But Well, I agree with you, Andy. The Batman was definitely one of the best movies of 2022. I was... I mean, when I went to see it, I was like, oh, really? Another Batman? How many Batmans do we have? We like Ben Affleck was a Batman six months ago. Calm down. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Robert Pattinson did a great job. He did. Yeah. And really, I he made me really excited for this version of the Batman. I think he brings a different side, like more of that angsty, brooding, early Emotional. on younger Bruce Wayne yeah. Batman that I don't think we've seen yet. So I appreciate that, and I also like kind of the more detective nature of the Batman. Yeah, yep. Where like mm. that's more car- in the cartoons, he was more detective, but in in these, like, I mean, that wasn't the main part of his character as Ben Affleck. Or I mean, of course, that's always part of Batman. Yeah. But I Even felt like Christian it was Bale more wasn't very like a little bit. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, he's like working with the police commissioner, but in yeah. this one, he's like hunting down leads. He's like you know. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated that, and I agree. It's, it was one of the better films of this year. Yeah. Yeah. I also had that in my top three. Mm. So. Yeah. It's, I have a feeling that our top three is going to be the same movies, except maybe me, and I'll go next. I okay. My number one, I'm, you're not going to be surprised, is Avatar 2. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. So how was, I mean, how was the second watch? It was, uh, it was not as good based on just seeing it in like a regular theater um visually like seeing it in imax 3d was insane guys yeah that was it was amazing i mean if you don't see it in imax 3d you are missing out Mm -hmm. because it is it is a completely new level of cinematic experience and that is why it's my number one because it really offered something that is different than really anything i've ever experienced in a theater yeah even other imax movies that i've seen so for that reason and for the reason that I got to see it with you guys mm-hmm. and then I got to see it again with my brothers and my wife like it it was so great to have a movie theater experience again. I feel like it's been a long time since I've had like the that excitement of like going to see a premiere and like getting ready for it and getting all the like the popcorn and the icy and like everything, you know? Like it really brought the movie theater experience. So for that reason, it's my number one favorite of the year. Wow. Mm. Even though I don't necessarily think it's the best movie of the year, like on an objective standpoint, personally, it's my favorite. So yeah. I digress cuz I mean, I, we talked at length about it in our Avatar 2 episode. But I'm curious about you, Connor. Do you have a third one of your favorites? My number one favorite movie of this year. And I think it was just my favorite because it just kind of came out of nowhere and took me by surprise. And I just absolutely loved it. Um, I know it's got a little bit of hate on the internet. I did some research. Oh, really? uh, Mm. Number one movie is... Bullet train. <laughs> I knew you were oh, gonna no say way. that. I know. I know you did. I know. I've been talking about it you, with you guys nonstop. For a long That's your time. favorite. It is my favorite movie because wow. you know what? It just like reminded me of everything that I love in a movie. All right. It had great actors. Okay. I love. I actually loved Brad Pitt. I was not a huge. I do Brad like Brad Pitt. Pitt. He's a great actor. He, he really, really brought it in, and it was like. <clears throat> there was just this little bit of comedy and action stuff going on. And I also love Aaron Taylor Johnson, 
who was one of the British oh, guys in the yeah. in the film, and so he was one of the main kind of antagonists. Uh, but everything about the movie just kind of like kept me guessing about what was actually going on in the story, all of the different plot twists, and you're seeing all these different in the throughout the movie, you're seeing all of these different. Um, uh, perspectives of all of the, there's so many characters coming through and you know they are not afraid to kill people they're not afraid to like completely just introduce a storyline and then throw it right out the window and <laughs> the overall ending was just a little bit disappointing like mm. the the climactic fight was just a little bit disappointing but overall the rest of the movie made up for it and I love there were some great cameos in there the action was amazing. The comedy, the, the dialogue was super smart. The plot line was amazing. Hmm. And it just remote, gave me some Tarantino vibes. Oh, okay. Interesting. So very Tarantino-esque. So very violent? Uh, <laughs> yes, very violent. And then the twists and turns that this movie made very, feel very Pulp Fiction-y. Oh, which is your, like, which that's is, like your favorite movie. That right? was my favorite. Until you watched the until the I, unrated version, I watched the unrated version, and I was like, "Oh, this is too far." Yeah, but wow, um, that surprises me. I I really thought your number one was going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. I was, yep, yeah, I was. That's what I had guess. you pegged Okay, for. guys, guys, do you know why that's not my favorite movie of all time? Why? Because you didn't see it. Because I didn't see it. What? I thought that's you right. did. No, Gigi no, saw it. Gigi, Gigi saw it, it without me. You? Yeah. Dude, so she's like, okay, every once in a while, like, if I don't want to go see a movie, like, there's some movies that she will see by herself, and she'll, that's like something that she loves to do sometimes, is go to the movies by herself, get her popcorn, and just sit through it, and one day, she, she, I come home from work, and she's like, hey, do you want to go see a movie? I was like, no, I'm not really feeling it, she's like, okay, I'm gonna go, and I was like, oh, what movie are you gonna see? And she said, everything, everywhere, all at once, and I was like, oh, that kind of sounds, what is that? I was like, that sounds stupid. And she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, man, that seems like a romantic comedy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to go to a pay to movie theater to go see that. And I was like, yeah, whatever, fine. And then I think I fell asleep, you know, next morning. We're like chatting and she tells me how good this movie oh, is. And wow. I'm like, oh, really? What's it about? And she's like, oh, well, it's this multiversal universe and they're fighting. I was like, are you kidding me? That's my type of movie. Are Why you kidding you me? Know? I would love that movie right now. Okay? You're totally right, though. It does sound like a romantic comedy. Like, oh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I all know. Love, I was like, everywhere, oh, this is, and that's usually the roses. movies. I don't know. And that's usually the movies that she goes and sees by herself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Those are yeah. safe. Those are safe. I was like, yeah, you can see that. Totally fine. Or like, you know, the weird like horror movie things. Like, I don't really care for those either. So, mm. um, I was like, yeah, whatever. But then, oh, I was so mad. It took me weeks to get over it, guys. Wait, Andy, have you seen it? No. Okay, guys, no, listen. Not even. We need to see this movie then. That's the plan. Because I'm not kidding you. Half of the listener responses, when I posted on yeah. Instagram and Everything asked what was the best movie of 2022, half of the people responded, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. And you know what? I watched a ton of like top... 10 um, movies of 2022 and that movie was on every single one of them and even number one on a lot of them and so like this movie has to be like amazing it like blew people away it's an indie film with some like pretty big name act it's got like Jamie Lee Curtis in it and then uh, Michelle Yo, I can't remember I don't know how to say Mm. her name but you would know her if you saw her she's Mm -hmm. a pretty predominant Asian actress okay Um, and it just blew people away it made 
like four times its budget. I mean, it just for an indie film in 2022, it blew, it shocked the world. And I think wow. that honestly, in a world of like big budget films, like destroying the box office, um, or like big franchises, things yeah. like that, an unknown franchise, its own world, breaking in, breaking in to that realm, yeah, and making money is incredible. And this movie. I, I really want to see it. I still okay. do. Well, we, we have to all see it together then. Okay, okay? let's do At it. At some point next month, let's see it. But let me read some listener comments on that movie. Um, so some of our old faithfuls, Jakey Lauks. Jakey Lauks Let's hear what Jakey has to say. All right. Jakey Lauks says, everything, everywhere, all at once has everything. Drama, action, humor, visuals, etc., etc., etc. Like I know this; it has everything. And you know what? I'm really disappointed in us for not seeing it this year. What kind of movie podcast are we? I know. You know what? That's that we, was my takeaway. Over it, maybe. What's that? You just glanced over it. Yeah. It just it just came out at a really busy time in like my life, and I think all of our lives. I think we were really like a lot yeah. of stuff was going on. I think it came out in like July, like over the summer. I think. Mm. Um, it just, oh man, but, well, I will say after, um, after all of these responses, I was like, okay, I need to watch this movie before we review before tonight, mm-hmm. you know, but I chose to watch a different movie that was, that has actually become my second favorite movie of the year. Really? So I'll tell you what that one is on the next round, but one more comment, um, on that movie from Caden Hammond. He's back. Hey, Caden Hammond says everything everywhere all at once. Um, never before has a sci-fi multiverse movie explored existentialism, family dynamics, and romance like this film. And he says it is his all time favorite favorite from 2022. I'm telling you, this is, you guys are convincing me. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I'm, I'm convinced that I'm missing out. Me too. Uh, I need to watch this movie. That's what I'm learning from this. So. And I will say, so in prep for this episode, Gigi and I went through a bunch of movies. Like we watched, went through a list of the movies released, and she said herself that that was her favorite movie of 2022. Mm. Wow. Okay. We're gonna do it. Which is right. crazy. Like all the good movies that came out in 2022. Yeah. Like Avatar, Top Gun. That's the best one. That one is the one that stands compared to out a the lot most. of people. I think because it's a sleeper hit, man. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. All right. You know, it's like a ninja. They'll probably make a franchise out of it. Wonder who, what studio came out with it? Uh, A twenty four, an indie. Indie, yeah. They do some indie films. Mm. Um. Well, let's get on to round two. Andy, what is another one of your top three favorite films of the year? I just mentioned it. Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I knew it. Oh, yeah. It was great. I know. Caleb, you haven't seen it? Connor, you saw it, right? Oh, yeah. It was good. Fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. It's been, I mean, the original came out in 89, so close to 30 years of waiting for this movie, Mm. and it did not disappoint. It made me cry. It made me laugh. Mm. It made me want to play... You know, beach football with my shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Everything a good movie needs. So I want to tell a story for the audience. So this last weekend was uh, one of our podcasters' very special birthdays. Mm. And uh, we went up to Flagstaff, Arizona and celebrated the the birthday. That we did. And we were going around in downtown Flagstaff. And 
uh, Gigi and I, my wife and I, got into Andy and Brandy, his significant other's car, and what were they playing in their car, you say? Oh, nothing but the, the Top, Top Gun, Gun soundtrack. soundtrack. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like the songs that had words. It was like the, the intro of like, you know, when they're like landing the planes, like the planes are flying mm. around and like, like that kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Neither of us got it. Yeah. It was something like that. We're not Jack Black. Yeah. We're not Jack. Can't just whip this out out of nowhere. Guys don't understand. And like, Hey, you know what? I was into it, but I was like, wow, this is a whole new level of love for this movie. Movie score. Yeah. Well, well guys, uh, the movie that I watched instead of Everything Everywhere All at Once was Top Gun Maverick. You did it? I watched what? it, baby! You did? Yes! <laughs> and it is also, it is actually my number two. Nice. It is just below Avatar. It, I have it above Batman. Nice. I love this movie, guys. Yeah. Wow. It's so good. Dude, you missed it in the theaters, man. I know. I could tell as I was watching it at home, I was like, dang, man. I wish I'd seen this. I need to go. So it's still in theaters. Flipping, I gotta go see it now in theaters because it's it so was, flipping good in theaters. Like yeah, it's one of those really movies good. that I mean, most of my favorite movies are just just a next level when you experience them in theater. And mm. I'm so glad I got to see this in theater. I wish I saw it more than twice. I would have seen it probably like ten times. But yeah, I wish I, I didn't have the time. I wish I could have seen it in IMAX. I do. Yeah. Or like some sort of big Cine Capri. Or yeah. Like I I I took. A, I took one for the for my own, you know, moral benefit. I instead of seeing it in AMC like I normally do, I saw it in Harkin, the Cine Supreme wow, or whatever. Oh, look at this growth! Not as good. Oh, <laughs> again with the Harkins. Yeah. AMC. Oh dang! Stand Competition. Off. Yeah. Well, man, that's funny because I will give you the Avatar AMC IMAX experience was better than the best. Harkins had to offer, which was the Senate one. So mm, it's true. I will give you that, even though I am a Har- Harkins lifer. So mm. I will concede that point with you, Andy. Perfect. Yes. But dude, Top Gun Maverick, in a world and in an age where there is bad sequel after bad sequel after bad sequel, this was the right way to do a sequel. It took the good parts of Top Gun, the original, and made yeah. them better. Like the fighter jets, okay? That's the that's what everybody wants from Top Gun. Yeah. And it made that so much more improved. Like it was insane. Watching them fly and seeing like like you say, in the theater, you feel like you're actually flying the plane, you know? Yeah. So they took that, made it better. They paid homage to the original, mm-hmm. but in like a tasteful way. Homage. I feel like so many sequels homage, homage yeah. Homage. homage. No, it's you pay homage to something. No, you pay homage. No, you pay homage. Yeah, you pay homage. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, you guys will have to let us know. You know what? This is it's very controversial. O- you pay homage. Yeah, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to look this up now. But very, it is a very controversial. Yeah, not controversial. To say it is an, an homage to. But anyway, homage. they oh, fine. They pay. An homage. homage. What do you say? Homage. Homage. It's French or some shit. Yeah, homage. it's French or some. <laughs> uh, I think I think it is an homage when you're doing it, but like to pay. To Oma- pay an homage. You don't you don't pay. <laughs> homage is like the term for the actual thing, but when you're like doing it, it's pay. Homage. Pay homage. 
Homage. Homage. So. I'll have to look it up. Anyway, they do that, however you pronounce it, in such a tasteful way where I feel like most sequels nowadays are, they kind of like crap all over the originals. And they kind of take, I mean, like, take, for example, this is kind of low-hanging fruit, but take, for example, the new Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of Force Awakens, she hands Luke the lightsaber, and Luke just, like, tosses it over his shoulder in the beginning of Last Jedi. Like, okay, I'm, I'm literally throwing out the legacy. Like, mm-hmm. And there's so many, like, weak humor points of... Anyway, they didn't do that in this movie. Yeah, yeah. They, like, brought back legacy characters, and they honored them. Where, like, we'll talk about this later, but Jurassic World... They brought back the legacy characters, and the legacy characters are the lamest people in the whole show. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But so yeah, they they did it well, and then they also didn't just solely rely on the callbacks and the Easter eggs and all that. Yeah. They said, no, we have our own legit story, and we can rely on this good story, and just have like these little extra side things that are giving the original fans like, hey. We know you're here, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like it's that, still a good story like for that new beach sports scene. You exactly. Know? Well, well, they they perfect. provided perfect example. The best part about that is they provided context as to what why they were doing it, right? In the original, it's just like them playing volleyball. It's just like a fun scene. Yeah. But in this one, um, it was a team building. Team yeah, it was a right? team building exercise. And it's like, oh, okay, I can go on yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, that's that. what they were doing to take their shirt off in the first one too. Duh. <laughs> Team building exercise. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. not sex- friendly sexual. Friendly competition. Uh, <laughs> friendly competition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing I really do appreciate about Top Gun Maverick is uh, the dedication. I guess, like all of the pushback that Tom Cruise had to um, keep it in the theaters. Like, he wanted it in the theaters. Oh, yeah. Like, this movie should have come out two years ago. Mm -hmm. But he pushed it back and said, no, I want this to come out at a time where people can see this. We spent too much time and effort. Like, you know, they were really flying in those fighter jets. Like, all of the actors and everything. And you could see it in their faces in the movie. Like, they looked nauseous. Like oh yeah. Sometimes they looked like they were hurting. I was going to yeah. say that like the first movie made me want to become a fighter pilot. This movie made me so happy that I was like, that I Not never a became a pilot. <laughs> like, like, Oh, that looks awful. Awful. That man. looks terrible. That looks like torture, actual torture, what they were going through. Yeah. Oh, dang. So All one, that one thing you did miss in the theater is Tom Cruise coming out at the and very beginning. Thanking of the, the audience and thanking the audience yeah. for seeing it in the theaters. Oh, that's a nice touch. And yep. did a little intro about you know what they went through and yeah, things like that. Well, much better than Nicole Kidman. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> Nicole AMC, Kidman coming yeah. out of AMC. infamous AMC <laughs> at AMC oh, theaters. Well, All right, is it my turn for number two? Yep. Oh wait, yeah. let me just read a quick listener comment because that was the other half of mm. listeners. Ooh, Their favorite movie yeah. of the year was Maverick. So the top two listener comment movies were Top Gun. Maverick and everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Those were the only two. The only two? The only two. Everybody said either Maverick or everything all at once. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a little bit. I mean, Avatar came out the very end of the year. So I'll just give a little grace on that one. It's true. I bet you a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, Avatar is my favorite movie of 2023. Yeah. Well, and then maybe I'm thinking Batman, maybe it's just it was too early in 2022 that it's kind of fallen out of the public consciousness but either way i'll read one comment um from eric.nelly it says 
Maverick. Maverick. That, that's his vote for the best one. Prime example of how to make a nostalgic sequel that moves people. Uh, like you said, Andy, you laughed, you cried, it moved you. Mm-hmm. It's true. It, it was it, probably one of the only good sequels to come out in uh, 2022. Yeah. Right? In, in longer, even. <laughs> in the past few years. That's but, true. Um, all right. What's your next pick? Because we covered all mine. Avatar, Batman, and Maverick. So what's your next one, Number Connor? two is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Tales. Oh, I never oh. saw that one. You never saw it? Don't no. you own it? No, Caleb does. I own it. Oh, you own it. Because, yeah, my mom is a huge um, Nick, Cage. Nick, Cage fan. Nick Cage fan. So she, like, forced me to watch it, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I liked it. And what's even more surprising, Haven liked it. Really? And she is an outspoken Nick Cage hater. So, yeah. <laughs> Guys. So, yeah. Oh. Dude, this movie, I mean, literally, like, was just amazing. I mean... I guess I really wouldn't call it. It probably, in reality, I'm not gonna lie, was not the best movie. Was not the most well done, well acted, yeah, 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 of 2022. But agreed. How it shut up. How <laughs> it, how it won me over was just basically the the ingenious of the plot. Okay, of bringing Nicolas Cage in to play Nicolas Cage and just lean into just how crazy everyone thinks he is yeah. and he he did it guys he brought it he came in and he acted himself crazy and it was incredible it was like the most meta non-meta movie mm. yeah there is i mean it was like yeah nicholas cage playing a fictional version of himself that's not that fictional yeah that is pretty wild and it's unique it is very it was very unique and that is one thing that i really respect about a movie and it really stuck out in my brain. And that's mm. why out of all of these movies that it remains at one of my top threes because mm. it has forever like cemented itself as a great movie yeah. to me. It stands out. And out of, I mean, you know, out of all the movies I watched this year, I watched a lot of movies. A lot of them I was like, this is not as good as I thought it was mm. going to be. Some forget. There's a lot of forgettable movies, I feel like. Oh, out. yes. That was a so good word to describe many movies this year. Yeah. And, I mean, I went through uh, IMDb's top list of, like, it was, like, uh, top-rated movies. Like, every movie that came out in 2022, and IMDb rated them based on their score. Mm-hmm. And there were 13,000 movies that came out in 2022. Are you kidding me? Granted... I mean, uh, yeah, there are like, you know, foreign films and things like that. Yeah, that every single movie end. ever made this year. Yeah. yeah, every single movie. So <laughs> but a lot of them, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I remember like watching the trailer for that. I didn't realize it got released like, <laughs> oh, that's already out and off out of the theaters. Oh, OK. Sorry. Yeah. It like missed that one. And you don't really care that you missed it either. Yeah. Like, I'm like, eh, OK, that's it. I'm I was slightly excited for it when I saw the trailer. But I also like quickly forgot about it and didn't care that I missed it. Which one? Many of the ones. Oh, many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That no, came definitely. out. But yeah, I mean, I will agree with you that like, yeah, it's. I'm not gonna come out and say like, oh yes, this is a five star film with you know everything. It's got beautiful right. acting, perfect plot, storyline. But I will say, I enjoyed watching the movie. Yeah. It was fun. It was worth my time watching. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It revived my love for Nicolas Cage. I loved Nicolas Cage beforehand, but now, guys, I love it even more. And, like, around the time that this movie was coming out, 
uh, Peacock, the streaming service, had like a Nicolas Cage collection where they had like <laughs> almost all of his movies, wow. like older movies out. And so I was like, man, this is my chance. You I'm going to go. Cage I'm going to watch all the movies. <laughs> you know, I will say um, I am. I have been my whole life a Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. Since I married Haven, my my fan, like your, my your fandom, my she fandom just, has gone down. She just hates it on him. Yeah, she really like, brings me down level. on Nicolas Cage. But it's like your love for Jason Bateman, Caleb. My hate for <laughs> Jason Hateman. Jason um, Hateman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there are several of his movies. I just love how crazy he is. Yeah, he's that, such a that's what it is. Weird guy, and I like that. I like when someone is over the top and weird like that. So getting to see him and. Uh, Pedro Pascal Dude, was great in this. He was amazing, and I did not expect like the turn that this movie made, and it it got me. I had a little. It was a little slow there in the middle, and then bam, just bop 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 bop, just coming out of nowhere. The comedy, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was and pretty funny, honestly. The two of them together made the movie. Oh like, yeah, how they had a really good dynamic and fun that they they were together. Uh, did you see the Nick Cage movie? I think it came out this year. It was like a Five Nights at Freddy type movie where he like doesn't speak. Yeah. I wanted to watch it. My mom was like, of course, I mean, she's a Nick Cage fan, so, <laughs> so yeah, she's yeah. watched it. But like, she's like, you got to see it. It's so great. It was one of my, like, it was one of her favorite movies of the year. So like, I don't, I'm intrigued by it because he doesn't say a single word in the movie. Really? But he he's the main character. It. Interesting. So I'm really curious about that. How much he made from that. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, how much did uh, Vin Diesel make from saying, I am Groot? Oh, so true. <laughs> I think this movie was a pretty like small indie film, so I don't think he made very much money from it. Yeah. I mean, well, that's that's how he is now. Like, he's not making blockbusters anymore. I mean, he was in some really bad stinkers the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. He, he's come back a little bit. Yeah. Like, this movie definitely brought him back on yeah. the map. No, definitely. And he was in another movie that apparently was pretty good, like some horror films and things like that. I think that's what this one was that I'm talking about. It was like a horror type. Oh, yeah, film. yeah. Oh, this one. You're talking about the Five Nights at Freddy's The Five Nights at Freddy's one. I'm yeah. saying before Unbearable Weight, he was in some horror ones. That oh, like, yeah. Wasn't there one where he's kinda... like, not the bees, not the bees, you know? Yeah. They're like going to torture him with bees. I don't know what that was. The Wicker some Man? Bees. The Wicker Man, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so long ago. Yeah, that was a long, but it was a horror movie. Yeah, but like you're saying, that's not really what I was talking about. Okay, I was, I was talking about like the last like three years. <laughs> oh, recently, not, like, okay, the last thirteen years. Do you know of a movie? Like, do you have an uh, example? I think Pig. I heard some good stuff Pig. about Pig. Oh, um, he was in that, and they had some homages to homage. Pig. Sorry. No, 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 that's correct. <laughs> they yeah, had, they had some homies. No, no, no. <laughs> to, uh, they have homages. Yeah, that's correct. But <laughs> yeah, to yeah. pay you're homage, also, you're come also on. Paying I'm going to prove you guys wrong on this. Paying All right. We're both right, just in different ways. Or am I paying Amish? All right. Like, <laughs> Pay the Amish. You're paying Homer, Homer Simpson. <laughs> I'm paying Homer Simpson. Yes. Homer, the o Iliad and the Odyssey. Homer. Yeah. Homer. Homer. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, guys. I don't know either. Andy, what is your, do you have a third pick? I do. I do. Okay. So mine's kind of, it's out of way out of left field. I'm sure not a lot of people saw it. I feel like a lot of people didn't even know this movie came out. Oh, I'm so ready. For um, this. It's a remake of All Quiet on the Western Front. Ooh, I did know this came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I remember I seeing it. It? Nope. it was probably right around Thanksgiving. And it popped up on Netflix. I was like, 
What? I didn't know they were remaking this. At first, I thought it was the original, but I saw it was in, like, in color and, like, modern actors. I was like, no way. Wow. Who's and, in it? Huh? Who's in it? No one you would know. Um, oh, okay. Actually, the one guy that you might know, he played... Um, he played one of the bad guys in, I think it was Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daniel Bruch. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's, he's like Z- the spy Zemo. guy in Captain America. Zemo, yeah. Uh, yep. Civil War. He's the bad guy in, in that movie. He's like the, he's like a Russian or something. Yeah. So he's, I, I guess he has, he might, he might be German nationality, but the movie's yeah, was he's made German. in German. Oh, and so you can watch it with like English um, subtitles or dub dub, which is super weird. I, I, I watched it in German with English subtitles, which is way better. Oh, yeah. Um, Usually that's how dubs are. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised and it it was super good. I don't know. If, really? Did you guys see 1917 that came out? Yeah. Dude, years ago. That movie was Amazing! Yeah, that was great. Nineteen seventy, and Hollywood is really hitting it home with these, like World War One movies. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a you know most. I feel like movies that come out that are you know war movies usually are World, World War Two. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and nineteen seventeen kind of changed that up. They're like, oh, we can you can make a World War One movie, and this was like I said, it it was a pleasant surprise. And it, it really did blow me away. And that's wow. not a figure of speech. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. I like that, man. Yeah. That, I, I haven't heard of this movie. So that's You good never take. saw it's, the original? It's a remake. Yeah, it's a remake of like a 1930s. Oh, Caleb, Caleb is homeschooled. That's why. Oh, yeah. What is that? So, oh, you, see, you see it in like school or something? Well, they show all, it? so the original All Quiet on the Western Front, I think, came out like 30s. Yeah, I think it did. 1930 or something like that. Super old movie. It's it's like when you look at the top 100 movies of all time, it's like on there, mm. along with like Citizen Kane and stuff like that. Um, oh, okay. And I remember I we watched it in high school, the original. And I've actually never seen the original. I okay, just, I know I, it as a great. I would not movie. have watched it outside of high school, but right, like you know, it's black and white. It's you know choppy Hollywood. You know, back in the day. Um, so the fact that they did make an original and it was Decent. very good um mm-hmm. yeah like i said pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. it was you know i didn't know what to expect i didn't know it was coming out so um it was a good watch it was surprised only on netflix you. i wish i think it might have came out in theater like at for like a day they had yeah. like just a release and i really wish i would have seen it like i could have seen it in theater because this would have been one of those you know, really good movie theater experiences did you guys ever see um well, what was the Christopher Nolan? Oh, uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. Did you guys see that in theater? Yes, I did. I, that I was a wild like experience. One. It was amazing. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. What? So I thought it was so good. boring. What? You're boring. <laughs> you should have seen it. AMC IMAX. You would have been. AMC in. IMAX 3D, and you would have been into it. I don't know what it is, but everybody I know loves that movie, and I'm like, I. I mean, I've only seen that one that once. Movie. And I, I mean, I haven't had the urge to go see it again, but that's mainly because I had the best experience of it in the theater. With, with again, Dunkirk? cinematic, yeah, Dunkirk. Really? Yeah, best cinematic, one of the best experience, like cinematic experiences in theater I've ever been in. Guys. Um, and it's just like I watching it on just regular television could never oh, bring that experience compare. back. Same thing. I mean, same thing with New Avatar. 
Well, know. guys, this movie, Dunkirk, had one of my top three favorite actors in it. Tom and, Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Still couldn't win this was movie. Was it Harry Styles me. in that? And Harry Styles was in it. I think, was that his acting debut? That, that had to have been his debut. debut. That was yeah. early on. Uh, so I have rewatched it several times since uh since the theaters and it only gets better it only gets better yeah wow. okay the, like, i might the more give you it a... watch it and the more that you like understand what's going on because it jumps around in time like there's multiple different like storylines like i just don't know if maybe you could really comprehend it Kate. i think that's what it is. you know like there's only one possible explanation is you're just too stupid only like, someone oh, God. advanced intelligence will be able to understand that. yes <laughs> no 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 well, I might uh, have to give it another shot, but it was it was really good. I and I mean I was just a I maybe I don't know I'm just a sucker for just great artistic, uh, artistic direction, renderings, depictions. Yes. Well, I mean, maybe that's something we'll talk about if we do an episode on our look forward to 2023. Another mm. Christopher Nolan war movie, Oppenheimer, looks pretty. Good. I know. I as we were talking like 30 20 minutes ago. Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. 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 Yeah. Oppenheimer Stein. Um, yeah. Omagenheimer. Out oh. <laughs> As well, as we were talking twenty minutes ago, I like remembered that that movie was coming out, and I'm, I was I, I do want to change my answer. That's, yeah, like that's what I'm looking for. I take it back. Not Indy Five. No. Yeah. No. Forget, no way. Forget that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, it's like oh, it was the last trailer I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like withholding any information about Oppenheimer. Just so I can have that. I'm already getting behind the scenes, like you know, on like Instagram Reels and like TikTok and stuff. It'll like sit, like you know, put stuff through your algorithm. I'm already getting like behind the scenes stuff for this Oppenheimer stuff. Oh, guys, it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. It's gonna be good. Private movie. Did you guys know at the Harkins Theater in Scottsdale, they have a special private theater called the Freezer. Where you can rent it and like they have a private bathroom. They've got it's like twenty something seats. Whoa. They got like a, a private kitchen, unlimited popcorn, ices, <gasps> food. You can order food. What? And you can choose whichever movie you want. Like whenever you fill out the form to like reserve it or whatever. Okay, Dude, we, we gotta we choose. This? Are we doing this for Oppenheimer then? That would be. I mean, we gotta. We, we'd have to get a big. We we'd have to get a big group because I, I think it's oh, like yeah, a, to like be able to afford it. It's like it. a grand. I think no, ten grand. No, one grand. Okay, I'm like, uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, not. 10 but grand. if we get like, I'm like, I'll, I'll dish out fifty bucks. But I think you can like <laughs> reserve. It's like tw- like twenty people. I think um, that can sit. in the So theater. yeah, that's fifty bucks a piece, right? Yeah, but that's I can do that. But it'd twenty, be, people? it'd be pretty sick. I could do that. Yeah, that's sweet. Can we get twenty people to watch it with us though? That's a question. I'm sure we could. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Jakey Laux, you want to come with us? <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> Jedi Shocker. Jedi Shocker. <laughs> that was that a listener party. That'd be so awesome. Dude, actually. Caden, come with us. Oh, man. Dude, Caden Hammond, when he sent his responses, he shared with me, like, he has a list of every movie he's seen this year in order of the, like, 37 some, like movies in order of, like, best to worst. I'm like, dude, this guy's legit. Wow. I couldn't even think of like 10 movies to rank from this year. <laughs> Dude, maybe we should start doing that. As we see movies, we we keep a list of every movie we've seen this year. Yeah. That's come out in the year, I would say. Well, and then rank them based on what you just saw. Well, there is a movie app. Um there's like a movie tracker type app 
Really? That, uh, is, it sim- <laughs> is it similar to that wine app that you have, Connor? Which one? The- There's that wine where you can put like the the bottle of wine that you tried and like rate the taste. Oh yeah, yeah. V- I wonder if it's similar to that. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a social media for. I mean. I don't know if you guys like Haven. My wife is really into books, right? And there's like an app for people who are really into books to like share suggestions. It's that, but for movies. Mm, really? Yeah, I forget what it's called, but a friend of mine um, put me onto it, and I think that might be what um, Kate and Ham is doing. But Figure it out, and let's do it. Yeah, let's and do then it. we could. You know how all the people with the book trackers. They like share their posts on Instagram at the end of the year. Oh, these are my favorite books. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, you could do that with movies. I read all these yeah, books. That's in so much one cooler. Day. All right. <laughs> uh, well, so wait, I just realized something. So we're we're closing out our segment on favorite movies, going into least favorite. But uh, I think we got through all this with no spoilers, right? No spoilers. I don't think we said any spoilers. Maverick dies. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just drop that bomb on him. Uh. So I'm proud of us for that because yeah. I didn't know where this was going. When we started, I'm like, are we doing spoilers? Are we not? But apparently not. We're good so far. So yeah, generally that's better to not spoil things. So it's true. Um, all right. Well, Andy, kick us off with one of your least favorite. We don't have to do three, but like just a, we'll just talk the, about a the one that takes the absolute cake. We've already mentioned it before. Oh, I know what's coming. Pinocchio. I'm Wait, joking. What? No, oh. that is that, that <laughs> is that is on my list. But Jurassic World Dominion, probably the worst mm-hmm. movie of this year, and Ugh. such a disappointing. Just um, it's so many adjectives. Um, uneventful, just ending to such a great series. I think when we did our the top rated movies, Jurassic Park was number one, right? Oh, of our, yeah, of our original podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, season Park one. Was, last season one, Jurassic Park was number one. And Jurassic the World only movie is to like get into freaking this. at the bottom. The worst movie. Yeah. yeah. It's so sad. That's what we're seeing now. We're seeing um, for the past, I mean, maybe even decade, just like a complete uh, trash on the legacies that exist. You know? It's true. Which I have one of those, a similar one like that. But yeah. I would agree. Jurassic Park is number one on my list of worst Jurassic movies of the World. year. And uh, I would say the only good thing. I mean, there's, there's too many bad things to say about it. The only good thing about that movie is getting to see dinosaurs on the big screen. That's the only reason I went to see that movie. It's true. But the thing is, there was barely any dinosaurs on the big screen. <laughs> it was it was, lo- yeah, it was locust. Terrible. Sorry, we're getting locust, spoilers giant here. Giant locust. Yeah. Okay. Here, now we're getting locust. spoilers. Okay. <laughs> and uh, like, Which I think are just like they're just real dinosaurs, right? Locusts for it's like alligators are dinosaurs. Yeah. Like uh, I'll say, Fallen. Uh, the second one is Fallen piece. Kingdom. Yeah. I think for that, the the setup of that and like the implications of like, oh, dinosaurs are roaming the earth again. Right. Like there was and so it's like much. Jurassic World is like actually has meaning now. They went nowhere with it. They, yeah, they really <laughs> did. They went nowhere. They're like, hey, here's a couple like uh, Instagram reels at the beginning to show you what it's like. Right, like oh, but yeah. It's literally so like lame. nothing else. And then what they're a like, lame oh, it's plot a silly little device. side plot of how they infiltrate, you know, Steve Cook and, and the Apple facility. 
Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, we can get into some spoilers on Jurassic World because it's been long enough, I feel like. Mm. And it's a terrible enough movie that it doesn't matter if you spoil it. But yeah. just like, there's so many things. Like, my. Okay, guys, my biggest complaint with this movie is that every single time they're faced with a dinosaur, all they do is like stick out their hands. I know. And do the, the and one the, thing that it it works. Chris Pratt has been doing since the first Jurassic but World it, movie. But it only but made it sense only... in the first because he only did that he was with, training. with the tr- with yeah, the dinosaurs was, yeah, that he raised yeah. from babies. And I think and it was only blue and... at the time. What? It was he was the... only doing it to blue. And yeah. It would only work on blue. It would only... But then it worked on everybody. Exactly. And it worked yeah. with everybody. They, like, it's like Ray and Chris... the Force. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it totally is. It's them using the Force. Yeah. On a dinosaur. But I'm like, I started, I so started been using that on my Chihuahua dog. <laughs> It, it does How's not work. It, out for you? it oh, does not work. Man. Yeah, it doesn't work on my kids either. Uh, <laughs> like, stop, stop. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that is like, oh, that was the. It was like painful to watch every time. I'm like, are you kidding me? This thing is gonna eat you. It's not so, gonna stop. Here's here's my opinion. Hand. I do agree. It is not a great movie, and I agree. I think that it wasn't a great movie because of how disappointing it was. How it didn't match up to the expectations. Overall, if you come in with zero expectations, you watch the movie, it's just fine. But I did love the last act. I felt like in the last third, maybe last fourth of the movie, when once all of the characters, the legacy characters and the new Jurassic World characters come together and are in all together, it's like they turned on their personalities. Mm. Like I am 100% convinced that they did rewrites and reshoots at some point. Because it was like watching two different movies. Mm-hmm. Like the first like two thirds of the movie, like everyone was so dry and like robotic. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they just rewrote the whole plot because something didn't work out at the end. And they had to bring mm-hmm. everyone back and do reshoots, which never works out very well. Yeah. Okay. And then and then finally at the last act we see like what was originally meant to be the movie. And all of a sudden all the characters are acting like themselves again, like freaking, um, Dr. Oh, Grant. No. Who's the, uh, the mathematician. What's his act? Like, I, oh, I, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Dude. I, I will say, I always love seeing Jeff Goldblum. I always loved Jeff Goldblum, but he was only good. He was only his character. Ian Malcolm. Yes. Ian Malcolm. Um, Ian Malcolm in the last half of the last quarter of the movie. Mm, yeah. In the first quarter, he was like this, like, professor guy but he was super rigid and awkward and then in the last half he was all of a sudden this funny quirky like mathematician yeah. again and i was like oh why why have we not had this this, this whole is time? <laughs> yeah that's the other thing they took back dr grant credits. who's like the dinosaur man he's the original ba character from the classic series and they made him so lame so i was so lame. mad because he was my favorite character in the original and then he's like, he's just like hobbling around like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then like this little girl uh, who's like Chris Pratt's adopted daughter. I don't know what she is, but she's like, oh, look here. Let me show you. You just stick out your hand and they'll stop. Dude, and get over the hand <laughs> thing, no, man. I will get not. Over the hand. I, I am, I am with Caleb it. that it's so, it's overused so much and yeah. it almost ruins the movie because it's really cheesy when you start doing it so much. And again, it can only work once. Oh, yeah, they overdid it in the first one, and now it's just like, okay. I'm like, just... I think they're are they trying to like say that like, oh, these dinosaurs aren't beasts to be mastered. They're like 
they're creatures to be understood. And if we just approached them like gently, they would be, I'm like, no, that Your is not what a dinosaur is. I'm sorry. Off. That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah. And I don't true. agree. I agree with them. <laughs> Stick out your Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Throw your Pokeball, catch it. <laughs> yes. And then start battling with each other. Right. Yeah. I would be more that happy the, if they did that. That is the dream. Okay. <laughs> I have a listener comment because this was on the list of yes. one of our listeners' least favorite movies. Josh.Morgan99 says the last Jurassic Park movie was the worst movie of 2022. Mm. And he says, my rant is too long for Instagram. Yeah. Like there's mm. too many things wrong with this movie to even begin to list them. Yeah. Like, so, I'm sorry. But I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. Like, let's follow the progression that Jurassic, the Jurassic movies have had. Jurassic Park 1, obviously amazing, iconic movie. Jurassic Park 2, eh. Jurassic Park 3, ooh. Mm, not that good and then again Jurassic World good movie like they kind of like brought back some of the magic like I thought it was great I love Jurassic World actually um, then Jurassic World 2 no that was not a good movie Mm-mm. and then obviously then Dominion was just like a hot mess of a film yeah. that should never have been released so here's here's a, another progression so Michael Crichton releases the Jurassic yep. Park <laughs> book oh boy right Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg Makes a great movie out of it. Does very well. So like, hey, Michael Crichton, make a second book. He does. And not as good. But they still want to make money off of it. I I like The Lost World. I think that's my, out of like all of them, that's like my second favorite. I mean, Um, I think The Lost World was fine. But I think for it's like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Lost World. See, my problem with Lost World, or um, what's the second... A sequel to the new one is it lost world fallen kingdom. fallen kingdom fallen kingdom okay my problem with that one was they tried to weaponize dinosaurs and it was made, stupid. oh it so was like, stupid oh i all i have to do is point this laser at somebody and my dinosaur will attack them i'm like how about you point the laser at them and shoot your gun yep that's pointed at them like oh my goodness it was Just, so brainless like, yeah <laughs> it was not smart yeah <laughs> I mean, cool concept. Like, yeah, a dinosaur is a pretty cool killing machine, but like, not when you have sophisticated weapons like missiles and yeah. and machine guns. Like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, Anyways, um, anyway, where I was going with that, it's it just started going downhill when they when the first one made so much money, they're trying yeah. to capitalize off of it. It's true. I mean, did I watch Jurassic World three like eight hundred times as a kid? Yes, 100%. I watched it so many times. But going back and watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, man. Woo, that was not as good as I thought I, it was. I liked the third one just because they brought back my favorite, Dr. Grant. Dr. Like, Grant. Number two was all about Ian. Dr. Grant. And three, they brought him back. So I was happy for that one. But it is sad when you, when you take a step back and you look and you say, oh, wow. Our, out of 25 movies that we've ranked, that we've considered, oh, we're pulling from the pool of best hundred of ever, and Jurassic Park tops out our list with the only movie to score ninety on our metrics. To now this, fast forward to the newest Jurassic World movie, and it's the lowest. Like it is the number one worst movie of this year according to us. That's a pretty sad juxtaposition yeah. of mm-hmm. very best movie, very worst movie, and unfortunately, that's kind of a theme with. With uh, this, you know, year, this decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, I will say with with continuing on our on our worst movies, uh, I this is a this is a hot take, and I know you're gonna disagree with me, Andy. But Uh-oh. I actually put Glass Onion on one of my least favorite movies of 2022. <laughs> um, and I know you and Connor are against me on this. Um, but basically, I'm trying not to spoil it here. Um, but to say the biggest reason why I didn't like it is the character development, the characters. I felt like they were caricatures. And they they were far mm. too over the top to really represent an actual real human being. That's actually that's a good point, because you compare it to the first one, the the character development in the first one was it was more subtle, right? It's a family, but this it's just they're caricatures. Yeah, yeah. It's like each person. I don't really believe you as a real person. I mean, yeah. like, fine. I know you're not a real person. This is a fictional story, but it kind of pulls me out of the story when you're giving me these characters who seem just like over the top and unbelievable like oh why are you doing that that makes no sense or oh it only makes sense because that's all your character does is this one thing you know yeah so that that was my biggest gripe with this movie i know i think it's brandy um but just daniel craig with a with the southern accent fake southern accent (laughs) i know that that just instantly turns people off towards that movie Plus, like, I, I'm not completely mad at you. I still think I really liked um, the first Knives Out. and Yeah, me too, actually. I, I, I like it as, like, a maybe a franchise. I don't know if they're going to turn into some Poirot kind of thing. But it's still written, directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and so, that's I forget, what I was I thinking that movie, guys. with this movie. What? I love Glass Onion. I know, I know. I know I'm the <laughs> odd man out here, but I think that... To me, this movie solidified Ryan Johnson as the king of subverting your expectations. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's he sets true. up very like a lot of things in this to make you believe one thing, and then completely turns it around, and you, it goes completely against what he just showed you. At least from my perspective. And I will say, as a caveat, I am terrible at any mystery thing. Like, I can never call the plot twist. I never see it coming. So to me, it felt like, oh, you were telling me this and now it's this, but it's probably like, he's probably meaning to do that to throw you off. But I personally don't appreciate that. I like to be able to, to track with you. Um, and like my sister, who's very good at that. She loved this movie. So different perspectives, but on my list, this makes one of my least favorite movies of the year. Really? I just, my favorite part about that movie was the plot. The major plot point was that the bad guy was really dumb. That that is, was like I freaking love that. That's yeah, because you're right. the rich guy. Yeah, the rich yeah. guy. Like he's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's just really dumb. Oh, that's he's a the phony. Whole, that's the whole point. Well, um, Connor, what's what was your least favorite movie of the year? Maybe we'll just do one each, unless you have a. Oh, I, I do have an honorable. You have another mention. one? Okay, I have a really good honorable mention. Um, well, guys, I. I don't know. There's so many. I will say, obviously, Jurassic World. Dominion that like tops the list for was all. Was definitely us. like one of the most disappointing movies of all time. Like just in the theater, like trying to convince myself to love the movie because I wanted to, not because I did. <laughs> um, I don't know. I went through a list of movies this year, and the one I picked out as the most disappointing was 
Minions, The Rise of Gru. <laughs> I was oh, that's pretty. Yeah, dude, guys, I was so pumped. I was so pumped for the second Minions movie. Connor, you were such a, an amalgam, a mystery because you're like my favorite movie of all time, Pulp Fiction, which yeah. is like the, <laughs> like the most adult rated movie ever. But then you're also like biggest Phineas and Ferb fan. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon is your favorite franchise. Now, Crew and the Rise of the Minions or whatever. Like, dude, so I freaking funny. love the Despicable Me <laughs> series is pretty good, but the Minions movie was freaking awesome and then i was so pumped for minions 2 rise of Gru, and it was so disappointing oh man man. just so disappointing anybody could have seen that from a mile away no no (laughs) i was so happy if you're older than 10 years old i think it's pretty easy to tell andy you're a disappointment you're just a hater that's what you are (laughs) (laughs) no that it was supposed to be so good and it was so bad Mm. Oh, Man. guys. I know. I mean, ultimately, uh, Wakanda Forever was not that great. Yeah. Uh, Black Adam was not that great. What about, I never saw, like, I don't think I've seen a Marvel, like, show, movie since, Cap, like, Fal- the Falcon one. Ooh. Uh, Loki was really good. A what good about Marvel Thor? Movie? Was Thor? Thor? Thor was eh. Thor was eh. I enjoyed seeing it in the theater. When I watched it, I was like, oh, that was good. But the farther I get away from it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was not good. The best the best description I have about um, why it wasn't that good is because it leans too heavily on being so ridiculous. Like, there's there's no seriousness. Yeah. Like, Christian Bale as the bad guy, as Gore, the god slayer or whatever yeah. he is, is amazing. Like, his character is amazing. He's an amazing bad guy. They had a great story to be set up. And it was ruined by cheap jokes and cheesy. Mm. Yeah, what was like, it? The Natalie Portman's characters? She's like, "Eat my hammer" or something. Like, yeah, she kept like, you know, they kept trying to do all these like catchphrases, Eat and there was lots of reoccurring stupid jokes, and it like totally brought away from the seriousness and the of the plot. Yeah, and it took all the parts of like the funny parts of Thor Ragnarok and. Like amplified it. It's like they six. went too off the rails with it. Like yeah, they just did 100%. everything. Where like you have to rein it in a little bit, and I feel like they yeah. didn't. And, and it ruined that's... like uh, Taika Watiki had like at least two or three other big franchise movies planned, and I think those are canceled now. Ooh, yeah. The I, with I can't one. remember who I was listening to. Um, I think it was Red Letter Media, but they were talking about it, and they said that it just seemed to them that Taika didn't even. Like, he didn't want to even do this one. Yeah. He was just, like, over it. And so he just did it way over the top just because you know, that's what I think I listened Marvel to that, wanted. I think I listened to the same <laughs> podcast because, yeah, you're right. It really did. It felt like he just kind of, like, threw this movie together. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to take I'm going to make it funny. Yeah, I'm going to make Ooh. it funny. Okay, yeah. here we go. Guys, uh, going back to Minions Rise of Gru, can I blow your mind for a second? Uh-oh. Is the Minions the best? Rise of Gru made more money grossed more money this year than the batman really yeah it was a family movie Listen, that's why it was it was Batman's number not really... 6 on the on like the top movies that like grossed the most amount in the box office this year it was number 6 on the list with 369.7 million and the batman was number 7 with wow. 369 
1.3 million, just barely under. Can you Dude. believe that? Yeah. I blame. I blame. I blame for Batman. such a I blame Warner movie. Bros. Okay. <laughs> like Warner Bros. is doing weird stuff because they were like, "Oh, let's release all of our movies on HBO Max in like a like a week after they're out in theater." Right. And I know Batman got that treatment. Yeah, and it definitely probably took away from some of the box office earnings. Yeah, but uh, I was pumped for Minions: Rise of Gru, guys. Another disappointing movie. Man. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was. Um, I almost didn't let my son watch that movie because I cannot stand the minions. Really? I only put that on because he requested it. I was like, you know what? Because I love you, I'll let you watch this movie. But I, I can't do it. That's so funny because in preparation <laughs> for Minions Rise of Gru, I watched Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2, and Minions. How many movies? There's three? Four now? I've There's never seen movies. a single oh. one of them. Dude, you're missing out, Auntie. Mm. You know what? There are there's like an obsession with the minions. There are people with like minion tattoos and yeah. like stickers on their car and keychains. Like it's it's out there. It's my next tattoo. Well, I mean, universal like illumination. They've gone full minions. It's true. Like it really like, is. Like they all are all now. in on the minion brand. Well, hey, if it makes more money than Batman, yeah, I would be too. <laughs> if the number six gross top number six film, of the year, which to be fair. Uh, I see that number one is Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun is top. Which of Avatar the list. Two has now surpassed. <gasps> really? Top Gun Maverick. You know what? I was, had a feeling that happened because Avatar was four on the list of like when you're talking about just within the year of 2022. Mm. Um, so yeah, Top Gun made 718 million. Wow. Box office. And that's like U.S. Gross, so. or is that worldwide? I think that's just. Um, just U.S. Mm. How much is it? I don't know. It, this, I, I'm getting this information from Box Office Mojo by IMD. Yeah. Because you got to look at because if you look at the worldwide, I think it made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. Dang. Well, yeah. While we're on that topic, bonus round. Top Gun was top number one. Black Panther was number two with 436 million. Then Doctor Strange, surprisingly. Because that's another bad movie of the year, yeah. I, I say. I wouldn't call it and bad. And then Avatar 2, then Jurassic World. That's the top five. Really? Oh, so top lifetime grosses. Avatar 2 is number seven right now. Oh, no way. It's climbing. It's, it's trying to beat out the original, man. It needs, I mean, it's got a ways to go. Um, yeah, what's actually, it at right now much. and what does it need to be? But it's only been to out. To get to, it only needs to make... Like three, so right now it's right below Spider-Man: No Way Home, so it's at one point seven billion dollars. No Way Home's at one point nine. Infinity War's at two. Force Awakens at is at two. Titanic is two point two. Endgame two point seven. Then the first Avatar <laughs> is sitting at two point nine billion wow. dollars. Billion Dang. dollars. I'm telling you, that's crazy, guys. It's happening. Avatar four and five. We talked about it. all he needed was this movie to be successful, and Avatar four and five are happening. This yes. is it, guys. Yes, we're getting five Avatar movies now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only. Oh, I'm so. I'm actually worried about that though. At this point, too many. Because like, dude, this James is Cameron's the problem. Jurassic World went too far. They needed to just. Quit while they were ahead. Dude, James Cameron is an old man. He's going <laughs> to die before all five of them get released. Oh my and then goodness. you're right. And then five, four and five are going to suck. It's, it's still below <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. 
because that's worldwide. I think most of that is probably coming from China or somewhere. Mm -hmm. In in the U.S. domestic, it's sitting at number sixteen. Avatar two is Avatar two is right below Rogue One. Oh, of all time gross. So yeah. So here's the thing: Top Gun Maverick did not air in China. Really. Because there were some controversial things with his jacket. There oh was like yeah, with the Taiwan flag, flag on there that like about an opposing country or something. Yeah. So they, they would not air it in China. Yeah, they're really weird about the most random yeah. small things. So a lot of Disney movies, like especially yeah. like the new um, Marvel movies, don't get aired in China anymore because of controversial, you know, like um, same sex relationships, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this one didn't. So the fact that Avatar two can't can be released in China means that it will eventually overtake and and make more money because China is a huge movie theater market. Sure, yeah. All it's right, well, the let's Asia get in- Pacific countries. Oh, and and China. Yeah. You ready to get into honorable mentions now? Just some yes. other good or bad, but Andy, you you seem to have a bad one. Yes. Bad honorable mention. This this one comes from a franchise that is in free fall. Oh man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Franchise in free fall. <sighs> give me a hint. I got this. Oh man, any hint would give it away. Okay, real quick. just tell Halloween. Me. Is it Halloween ends? No, 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 no. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh. oh I don't know if you guys Potter. saw the Secrets of Dumbledore, but it was atrocious. Dude, I did not see it. All I heard was terrible terrible things like i i don't know what warner bros is planning to do with this wizarding wizard wizarding world but i mean even probably post harry potter right right the first fantastic beast was okay like in my opinion like i'm not super into like the whole beasts aspect of this magical world second one was horrible like i mean mason watched it once and probably halfway through we both looked at each other and it's like a decently long movie it's like two hours or something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we looked at each other halfway through and we're like do you do you know what's going on <laughs> like <laughs> pacing is such an issue oh. in that movie and then this yeah. third one there's just no nobody cares about it yeah not even jude law could make me watch that movie yeah See, that's that's my third favorite actor you know yeah and no no nope. sorry not gonna do it again like as much as like people want to you know, defend like cancel culture and things like that, which like, you know, maybe of course there's reasons to take people out of movies, but taking Johnny Depp out of that movie probably ruined the movie. Oh, like any, any inkling of like structure that it could have had by taking him out and having to do this rush to replace him with Mads Mikkelsen. Well, you know, what's so weird about the the franchise is like the first one, it was, um, God, I can't remember any actor's name right now. Um, Eddie Redmayne was the no, because he was like morphed as he was like pretending to be somebody. Um, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. He was the first one, and then at the end, it was revealed that it, he like morphed himself into Johnny Depp oh, as being yeah. Grindelwald or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's Matt Mickelson in the third one. Oh like, my goodness, they cannot get an actor straight for this. Well, I mean, in, if get... you're in a magical world, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Oh, I was just drinking Polyjuice potion the whole time. Yeah, looks like a Matt Mickelson after all. Like the whole time, <laughs> double I was, I was two layers deep in that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking Polyjuice Potion while I was Polyjuiced as somebody else. 
Dang. Oh. Dude, that's polyception, man. Polyception. Oh man. Oh, okay, man. yeah. I I mean I can't I can't speak to that cuz I didn't watch I mean I think I watched the first Fantastic Beast, but like yeah, there's a reason I didn't watch the other yeah. ones. So. Good call. Well, I have a an honorable mention. Um did you guys even hear about the movie Strange World, the Disney Plus I, animated movie? I thought I heard negative reception about. I it. heard negative reception. It was about probably it as well. Disney's biggest flop in forever. Um, well, first of all, I didn't even realize they released it in theaters, but that's because it did so terribly that they quickly pulled it from theaters and, and put, put it, it straight on Disney, on Disney Plus. Plus. No, really? Way. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's actually doing well on Disney Plus, but I mean, it did. That's because everything so, does well on. Disney yeah, Plus. I mean, you just drop it on there. But overall, all uh, it it made very little money, according really? to the research I did. It it ranked forty one on the list of movies that made money this year. Wow. Uh, and it only made thirty six million, and uh, and that's that's a more conservative number. But at least they lost; they definitely lost money on this money. Like it, it cost Good. more to make it than they Good. got. All from right, it. Disney Good. needs to suffer. They need to bleed <laughs> a little yeah. bit. They need All to right. take get that. off their high throne. Well, and stop like just pushing content out that sucks. Yeah, and I mean, I watched it with my kids. I didn't hate I this say, movie. How do you feel? How do you feel? I didn't hate it. Um, it wasn't a terrible movie, but I personally didn't like it. Um, like, what's the premise of it? Uh, okay. It's basically these farmers who are farming, and they they have to go, and like they're they're there's something wrong with their planet, so they have to go deep in and fix it. And there's like an adventure of like, oh look, there's this whole stuff down here underneath our planet that we didn't realize, and there's a bunch of weird stuff going on, and. It plays on like family dynamics of like, oh, my father was bad and now I'm a bad father and my son thinks I'm a bad father mm. and it's reconciliation and I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't a great movie. It was honestly basically the equivalent of a back when they did straight to DVD like mm. movies. I mean, gotcha. like I mean, it five. actually it is a much. modern day version of that because it went straight to streaming essentially. And there's a reason. Like, it's just, it's not that great. And what's sad about that to me, guys, speaking of the theme of this decade, is that at the beginning of this movie, they had, like, you know how there's the Disney theme that's like, and it's like the star over the castle? Yeah. Well, they did, like, an exaggerated, like, build-up to this one. It was like... Oh, you're you're over a waterfall and you're through the forest and it's like there's a train and like you finally come on the castle and it's like you know they do that sometimes. Well, this one was special because it was like a hundred years of magic. It was like their hundredth year anniversary or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh man, that actually makes me really depressed because this movie. This is where this is where we're at now. This strange new world with like a total major flop, the lost money, a total throwaway movie that does nothing for me, and you're t- that's where we're at now. Where like we that's started with at. with Snow White, yeah. okay? I mean, I know they had other things before Snow White because Snow White came in like came out in like the 30s, but but Snow White was was a cinematic achievement, a groundbreaking achievement in cinematic history the very first full-length feature animated film to now this like oh yeah. it's so saddening to me to like, see are that. you telling me this is not 
like a groundbreaking film? <laughs> Strange <laughs> World? Yeah. I mean, they definitely broke some ground in the show. Like, yeah, they're traveling underneath the ground. Yeah. No, it's not groundbreaking. It, um, it had to have been left over from old CEO of Disney that I think everybody's forgotten his name. Uh uh, Chapek, Chapek, Bob, Chap- Chap- Bob, Chapstick. That's right, Chapstick. Bob, Cheapik, mm-hmm. Cheap, cheap ass. Yeah, I don't know that. yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like the movie was originally supposed to be out on Disney Plus only, and then when Bob Iger came back, he's like, "Let's start putting stuff back in theater." Mm. But then they're like, oh, this movie sucks. Well, you know, they, they kind of <laughs> did that with Avatar. They made it so, the like, I think it was like the first two weeks of it releasing. Um, like, you um, obviously, you can only see it in theaters. But they had, like, restrictions on it. Like, at, when we go to Harkins, you're, like, not allowed to use your free passes. You're not allowed to use, like, a, a coupon or anything. Like, you have to, if you're going to see this movie, you got to pay full price no to way. see Avatar. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Just one more point. So the other, one thing that I've never seen and, and watched The Strange New Worlds or whatever it's called. But you know what really irks me about it? Hmm. Oh, no. They use the Indiana Jones fonts in the title. Oh, yeah. It is kind of Indiana Jones-like. It's very they did, Indiana huh? Jones-like. It's very similar. Yeah. I mean, well, they own know, it now, don't they? They own Indiana Jones. Yeah, but it's... It's just wrong. It's just wrong, you guys. If Avatar Avatar could just do papyrus, papyrus, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Strange New Worlds can just do Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, Which guys, I did watch an interview that I thought I needed to share with you guys of someone talking to James Cameron about like, dude, like, have you seen the SNL skit of them making fun of papyrus? (laughs) They're like, what do you feel about that? Why was that your artistic choice to go with like papyrus? He was like. Dude, I don't care. He's like the artist guys just like just presented it to me, and I just said, "Yeah, yeah go with that." He's like, <laughs> "I have nothing to do with that. I, I, thought I had it, a movie to make." Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, like, I thought it looked cool. I didn't know it was papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not well versed in Microsoft Word. Fonts. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not part of my job. Uh, <laughs> but all right, guys, I have a couple of honorable honorable uh, mentions. So for me, I have an overarching theme. All right. Oh, okay. Any movie that reflects the pandemic, like the movie is set in the pandemic, like Glass Onion, it that really irked me. Once uh, they got that, out of I'm the I'm not masks, gonna lie. I agree with you on that. I was like, oh, ugh. yeah. Like it feels dumb. it feels wrong and it feels dumb. Like, listen, I lived through that. I've got my own trauma like related to that like i need to move on from that and i don't want to watch it in my movies yeah, yeah. and so especially because it's kind of a controversial topic right and like yeah it really still is and yeah. there was another movie came out on i think it went straight to netflix it has an amazing cast terrible movie and it is called the bubble hmm. so the bubble it has like karen gillian from uh guardians of the galaxy doctor who yeah has um Oh, who else? Pedro Pascal. Oh. And like tons of like famous actors and actresses. And the whole movie was about them making a movie during the pandemic. And they live like in like an estate, like separated. It's supposed to be like a bubble. Like they're away from everyone. So their risk of COVID is like super low and yada, yada, yada. And it was, oh, excuse me. And it was terrible. (laughs) Up until, again, the last act. They just mm. killed it. They knocked it out of the park in the last act. It was hilarious. It was great. 
But the whole and it was a two hour and thirty minute like it was a long Ooh, movie. Dang. And two hours of that movie was painful. So um yeah, definitely honorable honorable mention. And then also, guys, do you remember we lost Bruce Willis? Oh yeah. What? He's he's gone now. What are you talking about? And he's still alive. <laughs> like what? Did that, I miss something? But he has uh I can't even remember right it's now. It's not like dementia, but it's it's some sort of like dysphagia where he can't like speak. <gasps> yeah. Oh no. Right. God, that happened. And no. so yeah, he's gone. He's out he he like announced his retirement from We're not gonna ever see another Bruce Willis movie. We'll never get another Die Hard. You know what? That's okay. I'm. I'm. <laughs> give me the first three Die Hards and nothing else. And nothing else. Like I don't. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, any other comments? Um, I'm. That's that's all my movies, guys. Talked about my favorites, my least favorites, honorable mentions. Oh wait, Lightyear. I almost Long forgot comment. about that one because it's very forgettable. It was very forgettable. Yeah. I fell asleep. You know, they twice. said in the movie, I think it was the beginning or the end or something like, "Oh, in Toy Story, Andy has a toy of Buzz Lightyear. Of the movie, he yeah. he talks about how he saw the movie and got the toy. This and is like, that movie. This is that movie. I'm like, no freaking no, no way. This is not that movie. This is not the movie that made Buzz Lightyear the toy. I don't care what you say. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was really forgettable. I mean. Yeah, it was a movie. I watched it. I was like mildly entertained, but I will never watch that movie again. Wow. It was, it was sad. Harsh. Did you guys ever watch Buzz Lightyear of Star Command? It was like a TV show, like a yeah. cartoon. Show. Yeah. That was way better. That show. was great. Way better. Yeah. That was the thing that made Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. Thank you I very agree. much. <laughs> um, I will say this was a rough year for Marvel. I didn't, yes. The Marvel movies coming out just did not hit. Except just, Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great. Spider-Man was great. It was amazing. And that was the last Marvel movie I watched that I remember like really loving. Mm-hmm. Um, really hoping Ant-Man and the Wasp is my, is my, is my last hope. All right. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange was just that. It was strange. It was, it was weird. It was, it was very lame. strange. Had a very uncompelling villain and the worst teaser ending I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> when Charlie's... Yeah, when the yeah, well, spoilers I guess. But when Charlize Theron shows up in like a Power Ranger outfit and he's got a third eye, like, <laughs> please, no, like shoot I'm good. me, like I'm good. <laughs> I don't yep, want to yep. watch whatever it is next you have planned. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, we saw the Bob's Burgers movie come out this year. Well, how's that? That was decent. That was good. It was a good movie. I'd watch again. I'd watch again. That's a good show. It was like a really long episode of Bob's Burgers, but you know, there ain't nothing wrong with that. And then yeah. I was intrigued by that. I don't know if I'll, I like the show. I don't know if I can sign up for the movie for some reason. It's on Hulu. Hmm. Okay. For sure. Man, right on. And then that's it. That's all I got for 2022. Andy, anything else to add to close out our year? No. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, we've had some long episodes lately. I feel like every one of them is like an hour and a half plus. Um, how, what are we sitting at right now, Andy? Hour 26. Yep. Okay. Just about. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> so you can listen to us on your ride into work, your ride home from work and probably a little extra. extra, probably a little extra. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long your drive is. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if you stick around with us this long, thank you. Um, thank you to those who left a listener comment. We love interacting with you guys, um, reading what you have to say, 
getting you some exposure, getting your thoughts out there. That's what we're all about, man. We just want to get our movie thoughts out there. Yeah. It's it's almost therapeutic to be able to talk about your feelings about. I mean, this is a big hobby for us watching movies, and it is for other people too. So if you want to engage in the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Chronicles of Critics. Um, we we post and we obviously um, will read our favorite comments on the show. So yeah, follow us. Uh, leave us a review on Spotify. That's where most people listen to us. Um, we love to hear feedback um, to just continue getting better. Um, and yeah, well, come and see uh, what movie? Ottenheimer. Yeah, come and see Ottenheimer with us in our private theater. This yeah, year. honestly, <laughs> we should we should um, look into that. Yeah. All right, we'll put some together. But until next time, we'll uh, we'll see you on the Chronicles of Critics.